I'm Hannah Trump, and this is Hypocritical, a podcast from Powbox where we discuss security, technology, and compliance news with healthcare industry leaders. A new year brings with it new cybersecurity risks, an increasingly tight labor market, and of course, new innovations. But one thing remains the same. Human error continues to be the leading cause of data breaches. Updating passwords, ongoing cybersecurity training, and modernizing InfoSec policies are all valuable human best practices. But how do we take the technology we use most, like email or voicemail, and make it work for humans to help prevent error? Workflow automation is one of those things. And as a hot topic, it appears in several interviews of Hypocritical. You can read blogs and publish articles about it on the Powbox website. And if you attend a social mixer, you can even ask a question about it. How email and workflow automation operate in tandem for the healthcare industry is specifically something that I've chatted about with today's guest, Hoala Grevy, before. As founder CEO of Powbox, it's Hoala's job to stay ahead of the curve and figure out how to take the ease of email and optimize the workday not only for those who work at Powbox, but for the customers they serve. Hi, Hawala. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me on Hypocritical today. Hi, Hi. Hannah. Hi. I want to jump right into our main topic, which is workflow automation, something that you and I have talked about before. But I specifically want to talk about how workflow automation can streamline time-consuming tasks that both employees and employers hate. Things like intake form, data entry, e-signature, those kind of things. But it's at a more upfront cost than simply just hiring someone to input that data at a part-time basis. How do you approach or how would you approach a VP of technology about the pros and cons of automation, especially the cost versus the cost of just hiring someone? Sure. Well, the, the value proposition for workflow automation in US healthcare, to me, starts with a few questions. So we can begin by asking that VPF technology, if they're having issues hiring enough staff, both in the IT department and throughout their organization. So for example, according to the US Census Bureau, 76% of healthcare workers are women. And in our society, it's often women that have left the workforce to provide childcare during the pandemic. In addition, burnout, fear of getting sick, and early retirement are also decreasing the available workforce in U.S. healthcare. And then to exacerbate this trend, we still have 10,000 baby boomers retiring every day in the United States, which of course causes demand for healthcare employees to grow by double-digit rates. So now that we can see with absolute certainty that Every healthcare organization, say with over 100 employees, is struggling to hire. We can then ask if they're interested in workflow automation via email. And why I included the term email is due to something I recently learned about. And it's called the human endpoint. And this is when a company has uh, people whose jobs consist of taking directions from a machine or acting as a bridge between two or more incompatible machines. So in other words, a human acting as duct tape between two systems that can't talk to each other. And during the pandemic, we've noticed email usage has surged while other forms of communication like printing and paper-based faxes have gone down. In effect, nearly everything that happens in a healthcare org, whether it's patient intake, e-signatures, accounts payable, accounts receivable, et cetera, now takes place via email. Many of these incoming emails involve human endpoints. So e-faxes, for example, or fax to email. Prime examples. For any e-fax arriving in a healthcare organization, we know with certainty there's one or more people monitoring the mailbox it arrives to, opening the email and its PDF attachment, and manually entering the data in that e-fax uh, somewhere else. 
right? So this could be an EMR system, a CRM system, or a billing system, for example. So then our proposition then becomes, hey, we already see this stuff flowing through your, your enterprise because we're providing email security for incoming email. Why don't we automate some of that workflow for you in a compliant, secure manner? And customer feedback so far from this idea, this, uh, this solution is indicative of a large unmet need in the market. So for you, it's not even about how it can automate and make employees' lives e- easier. It's about really the, the cost question of, are you going to hire people to do these tasks that other people hate? Or are you going to pay upfront to have it automated so you can hire the people, hire the women who have left the workforce who have better skills than just data entry? Yeah. And what we found out is these folks hate doing the work anyway. Um, mm-hmm. It's rote, repetitive, error-prone, uh, soul-crushing in a way. So... You know, we've talked to these human endpoints in person during the pandemic. And, you know, the first thing I'll say is, hey, um, you know, Powbox is not here to um, take you out of a job. And the response has been, you know what? I hate that work anyway. Thank you for visiting. You know, I want to do more human work. Yeah, I read that providers, if they spend um, five minutes, five to 10 minutes on data entry per patient, that's two to four hours a day that they're spending just putting in data instead of actually seeing patients and doing revenue generating activities. It's crazy. We've met some folks uh, with master's degrees and above spending 30 to 40% of their day on data entry into the HR. It's, It's astounding. That is astounding because that's with a master's degree, who goes and gets into all of that debt just to spend 30 hours or 30% of their time inputting data. Um, And then for non-providers or people who work in and around healthcare, those tedious tasks can really be the difference between staying at a job and finding a new job. So do you agree with me when I say that workflow automation is also an attractive recruiting and retention tool for organizations? Yeah, I think in concept, that sounds pretty valid. As for me personally, uh, I guess it depends on the organization. Is the leadership invested in the idea of workflow automation or are they still getting their toes wet? So, you know, how pervasive is it within the org? How, how high is the adoption? And I think within US healthcare, it's still too early to tell. I still think we're in the very beginning of workflow automation due to compliance and regulation and HIPAA compliance issues. Uh, you know, they can't just choose any old vendor off the block for workflow automation. They have to be selective and diligent in who they have to automate these tasks. So, uh, you know, there's a level of compliance that has to be met for any vendor you do business with in this. Do you feel like uh, this is kind of an off-the-wall question, but do you feel like the HIPAA violations and HIPAA rules and HIPAA laws will have to change as workflow automation and the cybersecurity landscape in healthcare changes? I would love uh, one of the HIPAA laws to be slightly amended to where EFACs Faxes are still acceptable, but HHS strongly recommends the use of secure email. I think having that guidance within the um, the HIPAA privacy and HIPAA security laws uh, uh, would do a long way to to encourage the adoption of workflow automation because paper based faxes are just talk about soul crushing. Um, <laughs> it is there needs to be crushing. updated guidance. Yeah, yes. there needs to be updated guidance there. Definitely. Um, and you said earlier that. Workflow automation is not here to replace jobs. It's actually here to enhance people's jobs. Uh, I read a survey that said 96% of workers surveyed by Zapier say that automation benefits their workday. You are the CEO of a company who is very pro-workflow automation. How do you see it affecting the Powbox employees that you have? Yeah, for sure. So it's less repetitive work. 
which then leads to less human errors, higher efficiency, uh, both for our internal, you know, sales efficiency metrics, and and just ideally just higher morale within the organization. So I think we're in the very beginning, and it just seems like a very um, pragmatic idea that's worth spending time and attention on. Mm-hmm. And how do you see workflow automation affecting companies that are trying to scale? I would say a company's ability to scale is directly correlated to its ability to automate business processes and workflows. I think it's one-to-one. Can you elaborate a little more on how you think it's one-to-one? Well, in scale, you're depending more on software to achieve greater penetration in the market, whether that's signing up customers or um, you know marketing ta- marketing automation, et cetera. So you, you simply can't hire enough humans to properly scale out as the business is growing. And, if, and it's also very expensive. So the ability to scale processes and workflows is the very concept that allows a business to scale, especially a software business. Mm-hmm, because yeah. workflow automation can benefit many departments, like you said, marketing automation, IT automation. Um, what other added benefits do you think there are? Oh, definitely in, in accounting and finance, um, especially if you have a business that has a lot of um, small payments coming through. So automating and reconciling those payments within an accounting system. And you know all this is happening in email. Uh, you know, if your payment processor is Stripe, for example, you get an email every time you get paid from a customer using a credit card that's using that you use Stripe for. So, you know, you get the inbound email, so and so paid you. Okay, well, can we take that email, parse the data, and reconcile that payment to their accounting system, say QuickBooks or, you know, yeah, QuickBooks, I guess, would be the most relevant example. So, as the business scales, Automation becomes very key. Okay. Um, I'd like to go back and talk just a second about the time-consuming tasks, things that uh, employers and employees both hate doing, things like uh, patient intake forms and e-signature capabilities. Could you kind of walk us through how either one of those workflow automations would work from a high level? Yeah, sure. So uh, what we've seen with our customers is um, for certain types of workflow within a business, a healthcare business... um, Certain activities generate billable events that they can show to the insurance carrier. Um, so some of these things require some type of confirmation from the patient that you know something is going to happen and they agree to that plan. Mm-hmm. And so that involves an e-signature. It doesn't have to be um, top of line DocuSign documentation, but you know some kind of e-signature acknowledging the plan, attaching that e-signature into the EMR system, you know, for auditing and record keeping purposes. And then once that e-signature is in there, our customers can then use that as a billable event for reimbursement. And so to automate all that and to keep sane records so that that document, that e-signature, PDF, whatever it is, is attached to the client or patient's record in their EHR system. Um, that's some, something that's happening 20, even 50 times a day in certain organizations. And so right now, all that's manual. And so just automating that one workflow creates an instant ROI for the business and really helps them stay lean uh, during the pandemic when it's super tough to hire people anyway. Definitely. If they're doing that you know, 50 times a day, I can't imagine how long that would take me to do. If it, that's probably a whole day's worth of work. That's a, a saving an entire person's day of work so that they can go and do something more beneficial. Yes, for sure. And again, a lot of burnout during covid um, so it, it's just very hard to t- hire people right now anyway. And then comparing 
the cost of an employee for doing, you know, soul crushing work when you factor in unemployment, taxes, insurance, et cetera, HR training, equipment. Um, it's it's just a, a very easy math calculation for the uh, accounting department to see how workflow automation software really benefits the customer and the patient as well. Right now, it might be cheaper to hire a part-time person every six months. But in the long run, how long are you going to want to keep doing that? Training, burnout, yeah, mistakes, errors. Yeah. We, we've talked to customers um, when they have... Uh, a person at the front desk of a hospital, say, doing patient intake and just miss entering some kind of insurance data, whether it's a birthday or a last name, you know, incorrectly into the EMR system. It creates this cascading event of costly um, edits and, and corrections they need to make because, you know, the wrong person gets billed and they, it's just really hard to unwind. So to and just automate that stuff, it's a clear benefit. That's also really annoying from like a patient I've definitely had my information inputted wrong and then I have to call and say, no, this is my actual birthday. Here's my birth certificate, all of these things. And it's just one tiny mistake and it is so tedious for both providers and patients. Do you have any other thoughts, questions, comments we want to talk about with workflow automation today? I just think we're still in the beginning. Uh, security and compliance will remain a very important aspect of, of this new um, area we're getting into. And we know our customers... You know, they want security, reliability, and ease of use. And so we'll continue to build solutions that achieve all three. And workflow automation to me is just a, a no-brainer. But the thing we're doing differently is looking at it from an email perspective. And so I think there's just a ton of opportunity there, uh, both for us as a company and for the customers that we can provide value to. I agree. You know, I work in marketing, as you know, uh, and there's so much that you can learn from people's email behavior from a marketing standpoint. So I can't even imagine from an automation or an IT or security dev standpoint what you can automate just of the data points that your email system uh, collects about all of your users. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. Forefront. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Hawal. I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to have you on again. Thanks, Adam. Great catching up. information about workflow automation, head to powbox.com slash blog or powbox.com slash press for the latest from Powbox. If you'd like to join our next virtual social mixer on February 24th, please email me at marketing at powbox.com and I will get you registered. Email modernization such as HIPAA compliant voicemail transcription and automating patient intake are direct results from the feedback we received during these social mixers. What solution can we build for you? Come to our next mixer to find out. You can listen to every episode of Hypocritical on powbox.com or subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Hypocritical. I'm your host, Hannah Trum, signing off.